This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. This is a script tease episode where we talk through some of the world's greatest plays, jump through the major plot points, give some background and of course spoil the endings, all in less than five minutes. We do the hard work so you can do the easy listening. Today we do Who is Afraid of Virginia Woolf by Edward Albee, staged in 1962. Why is it called that? Virginia Woolf was an English writer considered one of the most important modernists of the 20th century, also a pioneer in the use of stream of consciousness as a narrative device. She wanted to get into the minds of her characters, and this is what is happening here. The title references a song that is sung a few times throughout the play to the tune of Here We Go Round the Mulberry Bush or Who Is Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf. The play also has subtitles for each section. Act 1 is called Fun and Games, which are not fun nor games. The title contrasts its content. The main couple are playing a trick on their guests throughout and on each other. Act 2, Walpurbishnat, German for Walpus Night, is the night before Walpus Day, when people feast, witches were known to come out, people light fires, and others play pranks. It also celebrates spring coming. The title alludes to the act's events as being a night of revelry. Act 3, The Exorcism. This references the chance George makes as she tries to get Martha back to reality. It is also the removal of demons and letting them out. This is what happens here. All is revealed, all is exposed, and Martha and George are all the better for it. Part 1, Fun and Games. We meet George, a history professor, and Martha, his wife, as they return from a party bickering. We learn that George's career is going nowhere, and Martha's father is George's boss at college. She has invited Nick over for a drink. He is 30 years old, a new professor in the biology department. He is bringing his wife, Honey. She sings a comic song, Who is Afraid of Virginia Woolf? George doesn't laugh. Before Nick arrives, George warns her not to mention the kid. Nick and Honey are surprised by Martha and George's intense relationship. Drunken Martha is shamelessly flirting with Nick immediately. While Martha and Honey go to the bathroom, George implies that Nick will take over the college. Honey returns and asks questions about their son. It seems Martha has said their son is coming home tomorrow for his 21st birthday, and this makes George furious. George gets fed up with Martha's flirting in constant put-downs, leaves and comes back with a rifle and fires it at Martha. But in it is a parasol, not a bullet, relieving some tension. George starts talking about their son and they argue over who has been a worse influence on him. Martha berates George, who failed to take over the history department, as they both thought he would. George grabs Honey and dances, singing, Who's Afraid of a Genua Wolf? And Honey runs off to vomit. Act 2, while Burgess Nat. Martha is making coffee for the guests and George learns that Nick and Honey married because she was pregnant and rich. Nick half jokes that he will sleep his way to the top by seducing the professor's wives. George tells Nick a story about a boy who kills his parents. The women return and Martha's flirting intensifies. Honey does an interpretive dance. Martha dances suggestively and openly with Nick. Martha continues to insult George about his failures as a novelist and how he probably killed his parents. George tries to strangle her and Nick stops him. George calls out Martha for humiliating him and flirting. He then tells a confusing story to Honey about a mousie who puffed up. Honey exits to vomit again. Martha and Nick start kissing on the couch and move off to the kitchen when George doesn't give them the attention they want. The door chimes as they go, bringing in Honey, who half deliriously admits that she's been avoiding getting pregnant again. George gets an idea. He will pretend he has received a telegram telling Martha their son is dead. 
Act 3, The Exorcism. Martha enters alone, tired and drunk. She slowly reveals her lonely, sad life. Nick enters, unsure what occurred. George is gone and Honey's in the bathroom. Martha says he's a flop in bed and only George can satisfy her. She tells Nick appearances are deceiving and that George picks up the rules to games as quickly as she can change them. Nick grows madder as she refers to him as the house gigolo. When the doorbell starts ringing, she tells Nick to get it. It's George pretending to be a telegram man and that Nick is his son. George and Martha join in together, ridiculing him. They soon turn into arguing over seemingly meaningless topics that reference fact and trickery. Bringing in Honey for one more game, George begins to tell a rehearsed story about their son, scared away by Martha. She then tells her version with the son having an idealised childhood. Honey suddenly cries out that she wants a child. Martha and George's argument intensifies. Honey pleads for them to stop. George carefully tells Martha that their son is dead, similar to the story of the boy he told earlier. Martha is mad and says he broke the rules. Nick suggests their son is imaginary, which George confirms. They can never have children. He suggests Nick and Honey go home. Tenderly, George tells Martha things will be better, and no, they cannot have another child. He sings softly, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? And she replies, I am. If you didn't know the play before, you do now, a bit. If you like the sound of it, have a read. That was Script Tease. Remember, this was just our version of the play's story, highlighting the bits that we think are important. You may also have your favourite bits and moments you want to mention. If you have any, please do leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. We love to hear from you. That's all from us at The Aside and this episode of Scripties. There are a load of episodes in the bank, including more Scripties episodes and over 200 episodes of The Aside. If you'd like to ask us a question, do not hesitate to do so at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening. Bye.